Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 161 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Jonah chapter 4 today and our focus is on the wonderful mercy of God. So friends, every day we read a chapter of the good book, the word of God, and we discuss it and think about it and seek to obey it. Five days a week, we're in the New Testament. Two days a week, we're in the Old Testament. And today we're in the Old Testament. Tomorrow we're back in Ephesians. Our goal is to encourage you to read and listen to and follow the Word of God. And I would so love it if you would invite many, as many people as you can to join with us in getting into the Word. You can share our website with your friends and family members, Bible2021.com. Today we continue the story of Jonah, and we've skipped over chapter 3, so allow me to summarize what we might have missed. Jonah the prophet went through the streets of the mighty city of Nineveh with a very simple message. In just a few days, Nineveh will be overthrown. Now, I've always sort of visualized Jonah preaching that message half-heartedly, but since Jesus at least mentions the preaching of Jonah, it may honestly be that he put all of his heart into it. We don't know, but we do know that something unexpected and astonishing happened. Nineveh repented of their sins, at least for a time. They like tore their clothes and humbled themselves, and even the king like sought the Lord, and God had mercy on them. Mission accomplished, Joni, right? Well, Jonah is not happy about Nineveh being spared. In fact, he's downright angry and petulant and whiny about it. And in the midst of Jonah's pouting, we learn some wonderful truths about the character of God. Why was Jonah so angry that God rescued the Ninevites? Well, here's Pastor Tim Keller with the answer. Jonah was exceedingly displeased, says the Bible, and he says, I'm angry, angry enough to die. Come on, says Pastor Keller. Wait a minute here. Do artists get exceedingly angry when their art is chosen for display at the Met? Do musicians get exceedingly angry when they're asked to do recitals at Carnegie Hall? Do baseball players get exceedingly angry when they're promoted to the major leagues? Well, why would a preacher get exceedingly angry when, as a response to his preaching, he's actually turned a culture away from violence, oppression, and wickedness to the living God? Well, the answer is the love of God bothers Jonah. The nature of the love of God bothers Jonah. The whole chapter is about God's love. As a matter of fact, you see, that's what Jonah says he's so angry about. He says, oh Lord, this is why I was so quick to flee from you. I knew that you were a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love. So what is Jonah doing? He says, God, I don't understand how your love operates. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me, and it makes me angry. Well, let's read the chapter and find out more. Jonah chapter 4, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. Jonah was greatly displeased and became furious. He prayed to the Lord, please, Lord, isn't this what I said while I was still in my own country? That's why I fled toward Tarshish in the first place. I knew that you are a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger, abounding in faithful love, and one who relents from sending disaster. And now, Lord, take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. And the Lord asked, Is it right for you to be angry? Jonah left the city and found a place east of it. He made himself a shelter there and sat in its shade to see what would happen to the city. Then the Lord God appointed a plant, and it grew over Jonah to provide shade for his head to rescue him from his trouble. 
Jonah was greatly pleased with the plant. When dawn came the next day, though, God appointed a worm that attacked the plant, and it withered. As the sun was riding, God appointed a scorching east wind. The the sun beat down on Jonah's head so much that he almost fainted, and he wanted to die, and he said, It's better for me to die than to live. Then God asked Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry about the plant? Yes, it's right, he replied. I am angry enough to die. And the Lord said, You cared about the plant which you did not labor over, and you didn't grow. It appeared in a night and perished in a night. So may I not care about the great city of Nineveh, which has more than 120,000 people who cannot distinguish between their right and their left, as well as many animals. Wow, that's a great ending to a Bible book, right? A fantastic question that just kind of lingers in the air and challenges all of us. So what do we learn about God's grace and love and compassion here? Well, we learn that God is like overflowing with gracious and compassionate mercy for the lost people, those who don't know him. And we learn that God is even patient with sinning saints who do know him and should know better like Jonah. Again, Pastor Tim Keller helps us to see the patience of God towards believers. Jonah's life depends on the patience of God's love. Jonah has again fallen into the very same sin that God spent the whole rest of the book trying to deliver him from, and he admits it. He says, yep, This is really what I was doing to start with. I'm mad at you, God. Jonah falls right back into the same anger. The only thing keeping Jonah from oblivion at this point is the patience of God. So what do we learn here about the patience of God? Simply this, the key teaching of the book of Jonah, in Jonah chapter 4 at least, is that the fruitful Christians, prominent Christians, even mature Christians, even preachers like Jonah or prophets or whatever, can fall back into old patterns of sin and self-deception so that only the patient love of God stands between us and oblivion. God's patient love is such that he will always bring us back. We're taught about the patient love of God here because Jonah is a perfect example of this patience being displayed. Here's the point. Prominent and fruitful Christians can fall back into sin and self-deception just like Jonah did. You have to remember not only has Jonah done like a tremendous spiritual accomplishment in preaching to Nineveh and seeing a revival there, but he's also had a narrow experience escaping death just a few verses ago. He was praying in the midst of that. I almost died because I denied my God and almost destroyed everything. My racism, how I hated Nineveh, my foolishness, my self-righteousness, all of these things almost destroyed everything. What a narrow escape. Oh God, I repent. I will make my sacrifices to you. I'll never do that again. I'll never do that again. And here he is at the end of the book, right back doing those same things. And what does God do? God is patient with him. God doesn't destroy him. God communicates with him and displays patience and tries to teach and mold him. So friends, maybe sometimes we're like Jonah too. Maybe sometimes we test and try the patience of God, but praise God, Love is patient and God is love and he is patient with us. So if you have some Jonah in you, I know I do, then let us rejoice and be thankful now for the patience of God and the mercy of God that has spared us more times than we can possibly know. We'll close today with uh, Daniel chapter 6 verse 23, our Bible memory verse for the month of June. The king was overjoyed and gave orders to take Daniel out of the den. When Daniel was brought up from the den, he was found to be unharmed, for he trusted in his God. And again, may we also trust in God wholeheartedly. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.